Packaging Podcast. <laughs> Music by Jessalyn. <laughs> You're listening to Yellow Packaging by Jesslyn and Colton. For two Asians born and raised in Vancouver, living our lives through the perspective of a growing minority. Our podcast is about nothing, about something, and about everything. We talk about issues going on in our lives, our city, and how that relates back to our place in a Western society. So sit back, listen up, and get a new view on what it's like. And get a new view on what it's like to live in Vancouver. To live in Vancouver. Hey, what's up? This is Colton. Hi, this is Jessalyn. And this is episode 14. Is it? Oh my goodness. It yeah, 14. 14 is a very special episode, actually. It is a very special episode. Why is it special? Because I'm a, I'm a mom now. Yeah, you're a mom now. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm very happy for you. Yeah. How, how long have you been a mom? Since the 9th. So what day is it today? <laughs> Tuesday? Tuesday. So what is that? 26th? 27th? 26th? So 12th days? No. 14 days? 14. No. 16 days? <laughs> Wait, when did you give birth again? The 9th. The 9th. So that's 16. No, 18 days. Yeah, 18 days. <laughs> there we go. It took... A little over two weeks. Yes. That's She'll awesome. be three weeks on Friday. Right. You're, yeah. This is the new Jessalyn. This is... I sound new. <laughs> Who are feeling you? Feeling new. <laughs> Fit into my pants again. Well, we'll let our listeners new. decide whether or not you're a new person. Or they just think I'm so lame. <laughs> uh, she's so boring now. Well, can't, we can't listen to this. Far from it. Well, yeah. Okay, so, so that's what's new. So you were originally due end of March. Yeah, it was actually due yesterday. Right. That was like my official due date. And then you, you popped on the 9th instead. Yeah, which was kind of crazy because I was joking around saying like I had the Joe Coy show to go yeah. to. Yeah. And then I had um, Bill Burr. Bill Burr on the Thursday and right. then it was like the following Friday. So my water broke on Thursday morning and then nothing happened. So I went about my day, had congee at a friend's house, <laughs> <laughs> walked around yeah. and then um, I didn't pack my bag yet. So I packed my bag. I typed up my birth wishes. Yeah. Coleman's like, hey, go sell your, we got to sell the Bill Burr tickets. I'm like, no, we have to keep them. And then five o'clock rolls down, still no contractions. Called my midwife. She's like, if it doesn't happen, like in the next 24 hours, this is from the the water breaking, then I would have to be induced. Yeah. Then nothing happened. And then five o'clock, Coleman's like, what do you want to eat? I like fried chicken. He picked up some churches. Nice. That was my last meal. Yeah, that was, was your last single- meal. Totally. Lady. I, that was your last meal, and then your last event was Bill Burr. Yeah, so I ended up going and uh, laughed my buns off and laughed this baby right now. Yeah. So I came home around midnight, still nothing. Were you on edge? I was a little bit because I didn't want to get induced. Yeah. That's like a lot of um, drugs that go into that. Got it. And it's painful is what I hear. Right. Or uh, what I've heard. So then, um, yeah, come like one thirty. Two o'clock. I started feeling what were cramps, like period-like cramps, and yeah. then I uh, had to period, Google it. You said period-like, cramps? yeah, period-like cramps. Like I was having my period, yeah, and then um, just got in more intense. Like two o'clock rolled by, three o'clock. I'm like, fuck, I need to go call the midwife. Yeah, and then three thirty, I called her. She's like, hey, you know, maybe just wait an hour, and I'll meet you at the hospital. And then by like quarter to four, I was like, no, we need to go. We get to the hospital at. 
around four o'clock, and then I gave birth to Issa at six twenty-one a.m. Wait, because we didn't really announce her name. Oh, yes, we did. I guess like on Instagram, but oh, announced. We never yeah. like officially announced that. Yes, so it's Issa, Issa is now part of the Yellow Packaging crew. She is. Expect a, a guest a guest appearance on episode one hundred, <laughs> <laughs> or she's grounded. <laughs> yeah. I wonder actually. How old she'll be when she can actually be a true, like, guest star on our show. Or, yeah. like, a third. A third. She'd probably have to be maybe around, like, two or three, I think, yeah. when she's just communicating. Yeah. Jibber-jabber. She's jibber-jabber right now, but I think, yeah, come, like, two or three years, yeah. she'll have things to say. It's crazy. It's nuts. It's weird. It is weird. So, you're now a mom. Yeah, it's kind of weird, too, because it's like, I've, I've always had the kid around. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it's crazy new right i don't know how to explain that yeah it is new it's yeah. like sometimes i look at her like i can't believe there's a baby in the room yeah and then sometimes it's like oh well got to change her it's like right. something we've always done i don't know how to explain that right other than that yeah it's it's funny how um like on the last episode you're like i don't want to do it <laughs> and you're like in tears and almost crying <laughs> and then like Next thing you know, you're like, oh, it was a breeze. It was yeah, like two so hours. easy. <laughs> so easy. So no, based, it based on how you went into it when we were recording and you're you're almost in tears just thinking about what you'd have to go through to having now been through it. Yeah. Do you feel like your your anxiety, your nerves, your fear of it was was on the same level as what it actually was? Um, yes and no. So yes, as in like the fear going into it. Yeah, there's that pain. You hear yeah. about the ring of fire, all right. that. That yeah. stuff is real. Right. Though no part is, it didn't take that long. Mm-hmm. Like you, I, the only stories I heard is like 16 hours of labor. Yeah. Three days right. in labor. Yeah. Like this, the horror stories. Yeah. Those are, are those considered like the extreme end of it though? Like, I think it's hearing? pretty standard. I haven't, other than my Babette. Yeah. She had like Micah or Mika was, uh, Micah was really quick. The contractions were really painful, but like it was yeah. quick. Yeah. So that's the only other one yeah. that I can think of. And side note, you didn't get an epidural. I didn't get an epidural. Yeah. I was like fully dilated by the time I got to the hospital. Um, Were you crowning <laughs> even before you got the Yeah. So I was, cr- I was crowned. I can't even remember. Like I tuned out everyone talking. Yeah. Because it's like mentally you have to. Yeah. Because there's only one zone. thing yeah. to focus on. It was yeah. like me talking to Isa. Like, are we going to do this? Yeah. Like, you better get out the next push. Is it going to be the, oh, no, not that one. Okay. <laughs> Um, so, so it was more that, but yeah, I was crowning for a lot of it. So I was like, ugh. <laughs> so they say you forget yeah. the whole experience. Yeah. The whole experience. Like I haven't yet. Yeah. This is, I guess it's still fresh. It's like two and a half weeks in, but yeah, no, I remember it. All right. Was, no, it, was, for it. was it an orgasmic experience? Oh my gosh. It's like not any <laughs> Wait, of that. Did that even come to your mind when you're going through it? Like maybe it'll feel like an orgasm. Like yeah. Let's pretend it's an orgasm. Is it erotic? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Euphoric? And? No, it was none of those things. It wasn't euphoric at all. It was euphoric when... It was finally that last push. When you felt her pop Yeah. Because you actually feel her like... That release. There yeah. is that release. And it feels... It's amazing. Like, yeah. it's magical. It's... I don't know. It's just so awesome. Right. And then you hear her cry, too. And it's like, oh, my gosh. It's like, I'm just so relieved that yeah. it's over. Right. And then Coleman's, like, you know, a little bit teary-eyed. 
Um, then I got a little bit teary eyed because I was like, holy shit, there's a baby in yeah, the room. Totally. Um, but yeah, we did it. We made it happen. Yeah. And now you're, yeah. Now you're back. At How home. do you feel like you're Uncle Colton? It's weird. It doesn't feel real yet. I think it's because, you know, Issa, she's still a newborn. She's not super interactive. Like I hold her and I look at her and I stare at her, but there's not, there's the, that interaction is missing. Like that connection for me is missing. And, and yeah. I feel like when she gets older and she starts calling me like uncle or yeah. Kofu or Sok Sok or whatever, right? Um, then it'll start feeling more real when I start interacting with her more. But right now she's just uh, like this fragile baby that I'm like kind of scared of. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, am I holding her the right way? Is her, is her neck, t- is her neck on the right angle? Like, is her head too high? Is her head too low? Yeah. I think for me, I think her fragility makes it, I don't know. Yeah, that's what you're more concerned yeah, about. Yeah, I'm more concerned about that. I don't know why. Because yeah. I think that they are fragile babies. And like you were saying how like, oh, she can't support her own head yet. No. And I'm just like terrified that like, you know. Like, <laughs> they what are I... in survival mode right now. It's just like, she just needs to eat yeah. and sleep. Yeah, I, I want to hear your the experiences and the state that you're in and what it's like to be a mom and what it's like to have a child in your head. I mean, yeah. go, go, I feel like a lot of our episodes have lived up to this moment. Where you oh, I guess actually... so. There was a lot yeah. building up to this. And we did call our right. last episode that that would be your last episode as like, uh, yeah. you know what I mean? I so, did listen to that episode when we brought Issa home. Uh, I don't know. I feel like... I was feeling emotional because I... that. You know, that clip you had posted, it was like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Yeah. I totally, I felt that feeling again when I listened to oh, it. Really? That's so raw. It was just like that moment. I yeah. didn't want to. It's like, but you can't back out now. Totally. I mean, that's that's part of being pregnant, right? It's part of the process and everything. Yeah. So it's, I don't know, it's kind of cool that, you know, you went through it and like. It's weird too. It's weird. Um, I miss being like pregnant. You like do? I miss my belly. Like I used to butter it up because I didn't want. Um, like with butter? No, not really butter. It's like bio oil and shea butter. Um, but I miss just like rubbing, rubbing it. Yeah. You just can't really do that when you're not pregnant. You yeah, just... it's just like, oh, I have like a flabby stomach right now. Because yeah. um, this is what I hear too. So because your organs have yeah. spread apart, right. spread out throughout your stomach um, to make room for the baby. Right. When the baby's born, like, it has to find <laughs> its way back. So is that a risky thing then? Like, could you end up like with... I don't know, like a kidney and like <laughs> my your boob or something like that. You know what I mean? Well, there's my kidney. <laughs> uh, no, they just find themselves back. So um, they do go like you don't run the risk of like an organ going back. In the I don't think area. so. I don't. I haven't heard of anything like that. But every mom I spoke to does have that flabby tummy up there. Yeah. Well, it repositions. Does your body feel off? Yeah, like the lack of sleep. No, I mean, do you so, mean that way? No. Uh, well, yeah, like not like that, but just like your body just released a baby (laughs) (laughs) uh no and like do you feel like your organs are out of place like can you feel that or no no i think i feel pretty good like if you do a natural birth is what i heard too um like you bounce back quicker got it like i feel like almost back to how i was uh pre-baby okay pre-pregnancy i guess yeah that's crazy yeah i even had a glass of wine (laughs) i know (laughs) today was your first glass of wine oh it wasn't today it was on sunday sunday yeah i just had uh, a glass and a half what made you break um i just felt like it it was like i talked to my friend um Angela, shout out. She like helped me out so much during all of this. Nice. Thanks, Angela. <laughs> so what she's a nurse yeah. and uh she does um breastfeeding clinics. Oh right, all right. You're telling me about that. Yeah, yeah, so I was asking her about it and she's yeah. like, Yeah, it's fine. I'm like, Okay, well I'm at the liquor store. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at Marquis now. No 
turning back. So your first glass of wine was on this last Sunday. Yeah. Did you, was it like a, a big moment for you? Yeah, I was like so excited. I feel like it'd be really special. Like for me, I'd be like, the first glass of wine I have, I'm going to make it super special. I'm going to get this type of wine. I'm gonna, you know, like. We did make it a thing. Me and Coleman cheers like a couple Aww. times. I'm just like, cheers. <laughs> that grape juice. <laughs> like so excited. And then we just did happy hour at the house. Coleman oh. just made a couple little abbeys for us to have. Nice. Yeah. What was your wine? Uh, it was a red. From who? It was, I forget who it was. Coleman picked it. It was delicious. It we was can't like get sponsors 10. if you don't know who Oh, no. Uh, Marquee. <laughs> That's the store. <laughs> no, I know. But if we get sponsored by the store, oh, think yeah. of the okay. plethora Where's of wine Marquee? we get. Marquee on Davy Street. All right. You heard us, Marquee. Right Sponsor next us. to, uh, yeah, right across from Fountainhead. Right. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, I, can, I guess that's that in a nutshell. Yeah. I think as things change, then... I'll have more to say. Yeah. I'm sure we'll have plenty more updates on on Issa. Our listeners are going to grow with Issa. Uh, yeah. She's part Issa. of it. She doesn't even know it. So, yeah. That's kind of the gist of that, I suppose. Well, how about you? You went to Vegas? Yeah, I went to Vegas for... Oh, yeah. Wait. Did you mention that already? Oh, yeah. I, I mentioned what we were going to do. So, we yeah. And then, yeah. I went. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, you did go. So, I did go. Yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, Arizona was amazing. Um, Wait, is that your first time in Vegas? I forget. Uh, second time in second Vegas. Time. But we landed. Uh, just heads up to anybody that's planning to do what we do. Don't go to In-N-Out right after you land and then go on a car ride, <laughs> four and a half hour car ride, car ride to Arizona. Because that's like, I think the biggest mistake. Um, but Why like would it happen? Oh my God. So what, what was supposed to be a four and a half hour car ride ended up being a nine hour car ride. Why? Because... Apple Maps took us on a really crazy long route. Fucking Apple. So instead of going like, I guess from like straight in a vertical straight line, we ended up going like in this curve. It took us through the mountains. Oh my gosh. It was terrifying. Like, I don't know. I, I think here we have, I think we have lights on the highway, but in the States, there's no lights on the highway. Oh my so gosh. we were like driving through the mountain. And I was like, it's weird. I was like, why does it feel cold all of a sudden? I was like, it's so dark here. And I look up to like my left and I'm staring. I'm like, wow, it's pitch black. And then I realized like we're literally on the edge of a cliff. <laughs> and pitch black. It was the worst. Like that car ride was awful. Why were you taking taken on a nine hour trip? I don't even know what happened. I guess we missed an exit somewhere and then Apple Maps kind of like rerouted itself. Oh my god! But because gosh. we were so far into the wrong route. That the, our only option was to take this like additional like four and a half hour route. <laughs> it was so bad. I think I was texting you at one point, being like, "This yeah. is awful." But yeah, it was it was so bad. But I think it was worth it. Like going to see all like the natural sites in Arizona was amazing. Yeah. So we went to Page, Arizona, and then we checked out Antelope Canyon, which was it was so scenic. Like, oh, did you take photos? I took tons of photos. I but see yeah, them. they're they're amazing. And then we went to Horseshoe Bend for the sunset. Yeah. Oh my god, that was beautiful. Was that your euphoric and orgasmic? Yes, <laughs> I, I, I orgasmed for sure a few times. <laughs> Poor Hannah, who yeah, like, exactly. do you need the sock again? <laughs> I, was, I, sh- I shuddered a bit. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yeah. But like, words can't describe how beautiful it was. You just have to like Google it to, to see what Horseshoe Bend is all about. But yeah, Arizona was amazing. And then so we stayed. We did a whole day thing there, and then we. 
we drove back to Vegas. And then, Do the four-hour drive back. Yeah, it was so much more quick. Like, after being on, like, a nine-hour car ride, and then driving back, and it's only, like, a four-hour car ride. Oh, my God. It was, like, a breeze. I'll tell you that right now. It was amazing. But, um, yeah, Vegas was... Vegas was okay. The wedding was amazing. Julie's oh, wedding. Shout yeah. to Julie and Earl. Congrats on being married. Congrats. It was amazing. So, her wedding was at Caesar's Palace. And, oh, like, that's this nice. little, like, garden... By the pool. Yeah. Oh, it was it was beautiful. It's probably nice weather too. Yeah. It's not too hot. Actually the weather wasn't that great, but during her ceremony, which was outdoors, it didn't rain. But then afterwards it rained. Oh. So she lucked out big time and she got like all our photos in and everything. Oh good. Yeah. You it's cried. always I don't know if I cried, I definitely got teary eyed. But yeah, it's a it's a weird feeling. I don't know why I was getting teary eyed, you know? It's just like yeah. Wow. I for me it was more like Wow, we like we we met each other in grade nine. Look at us now, like how many years later, like twenty years later, and yeah, because I mean? you've witnessed her journey. Yeah, we've witnessed each other's journey. And, yeah, like we've been through so much. You know what I mean? So it's worth getting teary eyed about. Yeah, but it was really nice. I really enjoyed it. It was good. It was a it was a really nice wedding. But yeah, Vegas I'll, sucks though. I hate Vegas. Yeah, I'll, I'll save that for my my sour. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, because big sucks. Yeah, but other than unless that, we get sponsored, then we love yeah, Vegas. <laughs> exactly, free tickets to Vegas. <laughs> well, what? Um, yeah, but that's kind of the gist of what happened in Arizona and Vegas. Yeah, but it's definitely nice to be back in Vancouver. Oh yeah, especially today it was so pretty. Out. I know we've been having some pretty good weather. Okay, well that's that's kind of the catch up. Yeah, that was nice. The catch up was really important. I think I really want to do a catch up. Yeah. between us so that. Our, our listeners can also get updated on, you know, what happened and what's to come, so to speak. <laughs> so, yeah. Should we move on to some topics? Yeah, as per usual. Yeah, why don't you, why don't you play a little ukulele for us to intro us into topics? <laughs> Amazing! Oh my god, you, I think that should be a common thing for our podcast. You doing the no... musical intros. No training whatsoever. <laughs> self-taught, self-taught. <laughs> it was amazing. I love it. Okay, so we're only going to do one topic today because Jocelyn has other priorities. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm a mom now. Yeah. So um, the topic that we're going to talk about is actually a, a somewhat of a follow-up to uh, a topic we did back on episode 12 about um, how the U.S. is... I guess, exporting obesity into other countries, specifically developing countries, countries. yeah, Yeah, like Asia. Um, So this is like a follow-up to that, so to speak, where it's becoming more of an issue. And I guess more people are being becoming more aware of the health hazards that obesity has. And with this awareness, there's also a group of people um, in countries that are trying to prevent this from getting any worse. And Canada is one of them. Um, So in my previous... A topic I talked about how um, South America is trying to implement new ways to to battle obesity by putting like better labeling on food packaging so yeah. that people are more educated and aware of what they're consuming, especially on like you know like the junk food and the processed food and the canned food and all that stuff. So Canada really wants to um, further uh, implement this uh, nationwide as well. But unfortunately, the U.S. is using NAFTA to stop them. Um, so to give more context into that, um, Chile was, was one of the leaders to, to implement this movement where they're using symbols, um, symbol-based warning labels, and putting that on the front of food products that contain high levels of salt, sugar, calories, and saturated fat. 
So Canada thinks this is a really great idea. And in Canada alone, 26% of adults have obesity issues and it's only growing. So Canada wants to prevent it while the percentages is still low. Um, unfortunately, the U.S. is trying to put a stop on this, saying that um, it was through a leaked document shared by Vox News that um, U.S. trade representatives are seeking to override national food labeling policies in Mexico, Canada, as well as in the U.S. through the NAFTA renegotiation. The U.S. is proposing a provision about packaged food and non-alcoholic beverages that suggests that countries involved in the trade deal should not adopt front-of-package symbol warnings that inappropriately denote that a hazard exists from consumption of food or non-alcoholic beverages. So they're saying that, yeah. you know, you're putting these labels on it and you're actually making it seem like it's hazardous. And that's kind of the U.S.'s um, take on, it. Take, take on yeah. it. But I think the reality is that the American diet is so heavily dependent on you know, processed food, junk yeah. food, all that kind of stuff that um, these corporations have grown really, really big. But now that there's a health movement going on, the like I said in my previous podcast, that the U.S. is relying on other countries to help grow those corporations. Yeah. So if other countries are trying to stop people or cut back, have people cut back on anything, then they're losing money. Yeah. So, of course, they're going to do something about it and they're obviously going to try and fight it. Um, just to provide some more clarity in regards to the American diet, um, according to a recent study published in the BMJ, almost 60% of the calories consumed in America between 2007 and 2012 came from ultra-processed foods, including soda and fruit juice, mass-produced breads, frozen meals, candies, cakes, and cookies. <laughs> so it's like, and you know, just having come back from Vegas, I yeah. totally see that, you know? The amount of stuff that is junk is... It's, it's, it's really crazy and it's shocking to see just how much processed food the U.S. eats. Like, that is the American diet. Yeah. And you didn't really, I didn't really realize it until just now, like, having covered this topic and then having seen it, like, live. Yeah. It's really, really shocking. Um, so not only is the U.S. and the large big box corporations trying to fight this, but also the Grocery Manufacturers Association. Um, so this industry change group represents more than 250 leading food, beverage, and consumer product companies. And they also sit on the advisory board to the NAFTA negotiations. And they're also saying unnecessary that um, these unnecessary differences in regulations increase costs as well. So they're saying, yes, like you can put these labels on it, but then we're going to have to change our labels and it's going to cost these companies a lot more money. Um, but realistically... Um, Just get a sticker. Yeah, like when you're shipping these kind of products into other countries, you're having to recreate the labels anyways. No, that's so true. Because every country has their own packaging labels. Yeah. So realistically, your costs aren't really going to increase that much because you're having to create separate package labels. You have to do it anyways. Yeah. In Mexico, for example, packaged food needs to be labeled in Spanish and in Canada, both French and English. So the argument that warning systems are extra burdensome or would hinder trade doesn't hold water. So it doesn't surprise me that Food companies um, who are manufacturing these type of products um, don't want to put a label on their packaging telling consumers that these are bad for them. And you know what? Like, they have every right to lobby against it. But I think what's getting confused right now is you're putting your own personal interests yeah. for the sake of humanity, like the health of humanity. And it's kind of like a fucked up thing, right? It's like, so you would rather continue selling us shitty food that puts our health at risk so that you could put an extra dime in your pocket. Yeah. Like, where is the 
the ethical uh, say in that. Yeah, they're not running on a moral compass. I think yeah. we talked about that too, because like the corporation, I yeah. think we talked about the description of a corporation. Yeah. If there was a human. Yeah, it's a psycho. Like a psychopath. Or, yeah, psychopath, right. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of scary when you think about like what the U.S. is trying to do and what they're trying to stop. Because at the end of the day, it sounds like they don't really care about our health per se, but more so about, I mean, it's, it's true capitalism at its finest, I guess, yeah. right? Um, so I also found this article on Reddit, and one person actually had a really good comment or reply to this article. And he said, when a country has universal health care, there is an incentive to have a healthier population. When a country has private healthcare, there is an incentive on an unhealthy population. Very true. And I was like, oh my God, that makes so much sense. Like yeah. in Canada, of course we're trying to battle it because we have public healthcare. Everybody has access to healthcare. Yeah. But when you look at the states where it's privatized, those those healthcare companies are relying on unhealthy population to grow, to make a profit. Yeah. And it's so crazy when you think about it. It's like, so not only are the big corporations trying to like force feed not force feed but like make you eat all this stuff but then also like your healthcare providers who should actually be looking out for your best interests are also on the same side yeah well and also that those processed foods are cheaper yeah it's so, so much cheaper who suffers from that right but right? at the same time it's like i don't think it has to be cheaper if enough people do it yeah you know what i mean like i think trader joe's is a really good example of that you know what i mean like they 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 sell healthy non-processed all natural food for the most part i think i think i think a lot of the products actually are like non-processed no artificial flavor yeah. and stuff you know what i mean like and it's actually like really affordable who has access how accessible is that that's true it's only in your like your major cities that have yeah. it for that matter but i think that's the thing right if you want to promote the widespread health through food then you have to make it accessible to everybody and then by making it accessible to everybody that's how you can lower the cost on it you know it's, it's a volume driving thing right yeah um but yeah, at the end of the day, the big corporations have the most money and they could have a monopoly over like cities or states. Oh, totally. You know? So it's it's just, I don't know, it, it, it's really disturbing to see that people who are suffering from obesity have little to no options to counteract that when everything is against you, especially in the states. Especially in the states, for sure. Yeah. So then what happens to say labels in canada can they will they change so they're the trying to label they're trying to fight it well they're trying to get it enacted but um the u.s who is the largest exporter of, of these goods is trying to counteract it with through the nafta agreement saying that um because you know what right now they're they're rewriting the yeah. nafta and so they're trying to stop that that one thing that canada's trying to implement from happening by by saying that yeah like you're you're misleading oh, it yeah. and you're you're calling it like a hazardous you know product when it actually isn't so i guess the canada couldn't import that stuff from the states and put their own labels on it that would well, be too costly for us i feel like we we have a maybe a better grasp on health in canada true but um, we still we still have obesity it's not yeah. like it's obsolete here. but it's not it's not definitely not as high as other countries like i think like i said we're at like a 26 percent obesity rate yeah it's funny because you show me that uh we were talking about this before but you show me that that map of like where yeah. obesity is and, and it's like the highest in saskatchewan yeah. it's just like the middle the yeah. middle areas and it had me thinking okay why are these places mostly located like in middle america or like there it's a certain geographical area yeah. and i'm thinking like like, West Coast, 
is all like fresh food, healthy food. You know, there's a certain type of lifestyle and yeah. type of food lifestyle that comes with living on the West Coast, so to speak. Um, and I think it's just one climate. Okay. Two yeah. accessibility and three. Um, I don't, population. I don't have a, population. Yeah. So there's a demand for it. But I find that it's only on the East Coast. Like if you look, even on like the no, sorry, the West, West Coast. Coast. If you only, if you look on the East Coast, I don't think it, it reflects the same. It doesn't. Yeah. I think it was like two grades higher yeah. than. Um, our west coast right Right. and i honestly think it's like it's really dependent on geographical climate so to speak i think we have access to a lot of fresh food a lot of seafood a lot of like you know like we have the perfect climate to support our climate is mild enough to support like a growing farmland and vegetation that works from like us so british columbia down to like seattle yeah very like health conscious portland down to la california yeah Yeah. so i guess we're lucky in that aspect we are definitely in that aspect Trader Joe's. Totally. <laughs> but I think at the end of the day, it's like awareness is so important, not only for um, Canada, but the entire the entire world. Like, And I do think that like they, 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 they do put content on packaging right now, but what they're saying is the content that's currently on the packaging, people don't really understand what they're reading. Yeah. When you see like four grams of saturated fat or like, 26 grams so of the sodium. chilean products they were like hazard signs like this is stop sign. hazard signs, yeah. yeah and they're like yeah they look like stop signs and they say like high in sugar or high in processed sugar or high in saturated yeah. fat and i don't disagree like at the end of the day like you're accountable for your own decisions but you also need to be informed about the decisions you're making yeah right so if you're gonna consume something you should know what you're consuming yeah. i would like to know you know like i i see those I see that information on the packaging, but it doesn't really make any sense to me either. It's sort yeah. of like how they implemented all those warning labels on the, the smoking pack, the cigarette packages, right? We need pictures too on it. Yeah, now they have pictures on it. So, <laughs> I mean, why not? Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Yeah. Because then even seeing a label like that, you maybe want to look at the calorie intake yeah. in the back to totally. see, right? Yeah. I definitely am more conscious about reading what's in my food now, for sure. Well, that was my topic. Um, that was really good. Yeah. Because it's nice to follow up on that. Um, yeah. Like I don't think it's gonna stop me from like if I if like if I want a caramel bar I'm gonna get a caramel bar. Eat a caramel bar. Yeah, yeah. But you're not gonna eat twenty of them. Yeah, exactly. And I think those people that are eating twenty of them, they're just it could be like they're also uninformed and unaware of like just how much crap they're eating. Okay. Okay. Well, um, should we love some sweet and sour? Yeah. Let's start with. um, Wait, wait. Intro. Intro to sweet and sour. (laughs) Here we go. Jingle for us. Always in that key. Gotta get what? really high. That's your style. That's your style. <laughs> so, right. what's your sour? Sour and sweet. So my sour. I'll just go back to um, being at the hospital. Okay. Like BC Women's is awesome. So that's part of my sweet. Right. The sour part is um, I had a midwife, and I felt like there's a tension between not so much the midwife it was like the nurses yeah had like no respect for the midwife what do you mean? or there was they were just so cold to my midwife who is amazing yeah. like if 
I could recommend a midwife to every pregnant woman, mm-hmm. I would. like. Is it a free service? It is. It's, you either choose an OBGYN or a midwife. I think people should go midwife all the way. That's all they focus on. That's their entire career is bringing babies into this world. Right. Um, Do you think you could see yourself as a midwife? No, I don't want to be down there. <laughs> she was down there? Yeah, she was all up in my biz. Shit. She's the best, though. Yeah. Like, um, my visits with her will come to an end in four weeks, and it makes me so sad. Did like, you tell her that? Yeah, I did. She lives down the street from me, but that doesn't mean she'll visit. <laughs> You're like, yo, can you come over here? <laughs> no, what are you doing today? <laughs> I just want to hang out with her. She's like the nicest woman in the world. I'm getting teary-eyed just Does she it. I love her so much. I love you, Hedia. What is she? <laughs> I love what, you. What's her name? Hedia. Hedia. Yeah, is she's she, the best. What is she? Filipino? She's Iranian. Iranian. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, she's so warm. People of color, that's right. <laughs> Represent. She's, she's the best. Yeah. So the, my sour is that, like... Um, How they're treated? Yeah, just she, the nurses were think, so Do you think the nurses cold. were racist? It wasn't racist. It was like every nurse... White, yeah. brown nurse. Yeah. Yeah. How are they called? Give us an um, Just attitude. It was just like a lot of attitude, unnecessary attitude. Yeah. That do you think the nurses feel threatened? Like, don't tell me what to do. I'm a nurse. I, I think know what I'm that's doing. That's what it was because yeah. I asked my cousin who was a nurse, yeah. and they say they, they don't. Them. Yeah, they hate them. They have no respect for them because they don't feel like they're part of, and they're not. They're part of who's there. Who's like there? the nurses union oh, okay. or medicine in that aspect. Midwives go to, they earn their degree as well. Yeah. They earn more than nurses. Right. They're completely capable of doing everything an OBGYN yeah. cat yeah. Um, does other, outside of like complicated right. pregnancy. So they don't do C-sections. That's an OBGYN. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything else is all like Hedia. It's all midwives. So why do nurses... I don't know. It's fucking so bitchy. I was like looking at them like, how dare, like now I'm overprotected. Like you don't talk to Hedia that way. <laughs> yeah. But she was so nice. She was still like, hi, I don't think I've met you before. Yeah. Oh, Cassandra, that's a nice name. Like she's just so nice. So I guess she's used to yeah. sort of that, yeah. that mean girl spirit that happens. I just don't understand what justifies it though. Like, Cause it- they're like, you're not a doctor. Like, why are you telling me what to do? Cause like oh. in that situation of she's like, can delivery, you get this? Can you get that? yeah. So yeah. she's like, Oh, can you help me with this? And she's they like, were offering me drugs yeah. and I, my birth wishes were like no drugs. Yeah. Um, but I don't remember that this drug would help with the placenta delivery. Got it. So they're trying to explain that to me. And I'm looking at Hedia, like, Hedia, what, what should I say? What should yeah. I do? She's like, well, this is what's going to happen. You may want it for these and these reasons. Yeah. Um, and then it's like, what happens if I don't? And it's like, well, it's going to take a little bit longer for you mm. to deliver the placenta. Da, da, da. So I'm like, okay, let's do it. But it was like, I don't, I didn't really care for what the nurses had to yeah. say. Because they're just more like, get you in, get you out kind of thing, right? Yeah. And then... The Hedia provided context to what they were doing. Yeah. She was just like, yes or no. And there was other things that she was like, there for. Yeah. Anyway, that's more my sweet. But then, yeah, that's my sour. Like, what's up with that, yeah, nurses? Totally. Like, are we all pulling in the same string here? Yeah. To all you nurses out there, have a little respect to the midwife. Yes. But <laughs> other than, outside of that, BC Women's is amazing. That's good. Such a good hospital. And yeah, the nurses are really nice. Yeah, I a hard time nice. getting there. Yeah, <laughs> Coleman. So I told him too. So that's my other sour. I was telling him, let's go. You know what? BC Women's is really hard to get to. Okay. They're like in the middle of construction. Getting through there is a little bit complicated because the BC Children's Hospital is yeah. there as well. Yeah. 
Um, so I've been telling him, let's just go, let's go see whatever it's going to be like. Cause it is kind of difficult to get there. And she's like, no, I know how to get there. I know how to get there. What time? <laughs> Men don't need <eat. laughs> <laughs> So by the time we had to go, he's like, oh, I don't know where to go. And I was like, oh, <laughs> he fuck. He's like, yeah. So we had to go to the children's hospital emergency side. <laughs> he just dumped you there. He's like, take her. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, I had to wait in the car, and I'm going through, like, these major contractions, so I'm, like, uh, cursing in my head, but, like, trying to hurt myself, too, because it hurts so bad. And he's like, okay, he said, you can't go here, we have to go down that way. <laughs> we go do a circle, and we're at a stop sign, and he still didn't know where to go, and he was like, oh, I told you! Out of all that pain, I mustered that out. I was like, what I told you! <laughs> and he's like, oh, I don't know where to go, and it was like, just go straight, and then we found it, and it was like, like, God, gosh darn it. Make me so angry. And then, yeah, we got there. And then I had a contraction right outside of the the hospital. So we had to, like, just, hang like, out stab. there. Yeah, I was, like, kicking the ground um, with my foot as hard as I could. It's like you, like you need another pain to take away the other pain you're going through. Were you screaming like an animal? Or just like, Whoa. No, I was just like... <laughs> That was after when I was in my throat hurt for like five days after because I was like, I was like a pterodactyl in there. (laughs) T Rex by the end, but I was pretty dinosaur like in there. (laughs) We finally get there and we've done all, we've registered already. I've got all the paperwork with me. Colin forgets it in the car. So he's like, okay, okay, I'll, I'll get it. And then go through another contraction. And the nurse is like, so what's your name? <laughs> it's like, shut the fuck up. It's like, oh, no, I can't. I can I can wait. I can wait till you're done this contraction. Like, oh, my name is Jocelyn Regala, you fucking bitch. It's like, okay. I was like, where's the paperwork? <laughs> then calling here with the paperwork. So. She's like, yo, what's your name for Dale? <laughs> oh, my God. They hang out in Gastown. <laughs> it's a good show, huh? Like, oh. <laughs> Stupid bitch. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> like, okay. So then, yeah, I went to the assessment room and then, yeah. Would you rather her be in a good mood or uh, like a chipper mood or like a bad mood, though, if you had a choice? Uh, I guess she makes a good story now. If she was just more matter of fact, yeah. I think I would have handled it. But she's just way too chipper. No, like, four in the morning. I'm sweating and I'm punching like the desk and stomping my butt. And she's like, what's your name? Were you actually punching the desk? Yeah, I was like, just like kicking the ground and like punching. It's like, I don't know how to explain it. It's like, you gotta do something. You gotta like, yeah, get your mind off it. Get your mind off it. A distraction pain. Exactly. A A distraction pain. pain. Got it. Yeah. So that so. was your. Is that, I mean, that was your sour, right? That was your sour. <laughs> was your There's sweet. no way that was my sweet. And she was just so chipper. <laughs> <laughs> what a sweet moment I shared with her. We really bonded. We really bonded. I told her my name. She told me she loved Riverdale. Best friends. Yeah. We shared a Twix. <laughs> no labels. No labels. <laughs> but we knew what we were getting ourselves into. <laughs> Yeah, so that's my sour. That's awesome. Nurses. <laughs> a funny sour. Funny sour. Fucking nurses. Okay. But anyways, what's your sour? You my sour one? is definitely... The biggest? The, the biggest, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, I was trying to word it in a, in a more diplomatic way, but 
Vegas was like wedding aside. Vegas was awful. <laughs> yeah, Vegas sucks. Oh my god, I, hate I didn't it so much. Just the people there, like everything's so like excessive and obnoxious and just loud, loud and smoky and just gross. I don't know if I'm maybe because I'm getting older and I'm and I've lived in Vancouver for uh-huh. so long, but. Going there, I was just like disgusted by everything I saw. Like just like like girls walking around like in their swimsuits, like on the street, like, like, <laughs> like trashy girls, yeah. drunk white guys, like s- smoking and drinking beer, just like falling all over the place. Yeah, you walk into this casino and people are just smoking left, right, and center. You you it was having gone from Arizona, which is a very like it's like a desert, but it's like beautiful and natural, yeah. and they go into Vegas where everything's just fake. Yeah. It was really shocking. That aside, I mean, it was the time that I spent there with, like, my friends and everything. Because you're there, what, for yeah. three days, two three, days? Three, three days, two nights, yeah. Okay. That was great. Um, Any I, longer, I think you'd yeah. been, like... I definitely don't need to go back to Vegas again, but my sour was definitely just how gross Vegas was. What's Good your sour. sweet? My sweet is midwives! Midwives, all right. Everyone should have a midwife. Like, again, Hedia is the best. Like, when I was looking... For a midwife, yeah. she was one of the first ones I met, and then mm-hmm. I knew right away, like, mm-hmm. she was the one. Yeah. I just had a feeling in my gut. This pregnancy went by so fast, Yeah, um, so I'm really going to miss her, but she picked up on things the nurses didn't. And one example was, um, this is the reason why we stayed in the hospital mm-hmm. for an extra day, was Asa wasn't eating, yeah. and all the nurses there who saw her, like, latch on to me. Um, to feed they're yeah. like she's doing great she's yeah. she's awesome it's perfect um and then when Hedia came she's like she's not getting anything right so she hadn't eaten like this breaks my heart for like hours maybe like her first day yeah she hadn't eaten um was she just like sleeping the entire time she or? was just yeah so you babies get to that point too if they're so hungry they get so lethargic so yeah. they just sleep yeah and that's what happened mm-hmm. so Hedia's is like uh, she's not three nurses or four nurses had seen um, Issa Latch and they're like hey she's that's fantastic that's yeah. so great that's yeah. perfect yeah. and then by the time she saw it she's like yeah no she's latching but she's not eating um, she has like a really she was like a preemie size so she had a really small mouth too Yeah. Um, but Hedia wasn't picked it up so we used the pump and then we had to syringe feed her because her mouth was so little um, do you know why she wasn't yeah it was like a you know, small mouth, big nip Got situation. <laughs> Don't want to get all graphic, but Lisa's that's... like, girl, you're sticking this thing in my face and I can't even put it I'm in my petite. mouth. Yeah, I'm petite. I'm petite. I'm a lady. <laughs> How dare you? That thing's ginormous. Exactly. I don't know why she's southern all of a sudden. Yeah. Um. So, awesome. shout outs to midwives. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, she's the best. <laughs> I love you, Yeah. <laughs> you should definitely keep in touch with her. Uh, I've got her. <laughs> Maybe get her a little like midwife gift. Oh yeah, what do you get a midwife? She probably has everything. Uh, a baby doll. You <laughs> didn't see enough babies. <laughs> That's awesome. My sweet. There's a new. Well, it's not new, but it's like sort of new. But one thing I missed when I was in the states was kombucha, like good oh. kombucha. And and there's this one local kombucha brewer um, called Oddity, O D D I T Y, Oddity Kombucha. Um, they're based in Vancouver, of course. Um, right by Faculty Brewing, actually, so by Olympic oh, College. Yeah. But they have the best jasmine kombucha. It's like <gasps> I can drink jasmine that now. tea kombucha. It was amazing, and that is my recommendation. Like I could drink that all day, every day. 
It's so good. And they were closed for the winter, but they just opened up again for the spring summer. So let's go. They do, yeah. It's so good. Free refills, not free refills. Sorry, they do growler refills <laughs> and everything. Be like yellow packaging, and <laughs> yeah. it's free here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but now that you're drinking, we could definitely yeah <laughs> do more than just kombucha. <laughs> Expect more drunk episodes. <laughs> I'm back, baby. I'm back. <laughs> yeah, you're. <laughs> Okay, I guess... This is a nice little reunion. I guess this concludes episode 14. 14, 13, 14? 14. I don't know. I don't even know what day it is. But yeah, I guess that's about it. Why don't you play us an outro? Okay. Make it a good one. It's going to be the same chords. Episode 14. Bye.